Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am here with Stella Barry. Is it pronounced Barry? Yeah. God, I fucked up like a few episodes ago with someone's <laughs> last name and it was really embarrassing and it didn't was not a good look for me. But I'm here with Stella and you are so many things. You are like a TikTok bandit. You get kicked off Every single day, you are AK the anal princess. <laughs> Love that. Um, only fan superstar, porn queen, and a slew. You're a slew. You're you're a fan of the show. I'm a slew. I am. I've been a fan since your first episode. Stella showed up, guys, to the studio wearing a greedy, <laughs> a greedy crew neck, and it brought tears to my eyes. Like I, I am like just so fucking excited. Also, I just want to point out before we dive into this, this is episode 69. Yay! So it's an honor and a privilege to have you on this one. It's perfect. It's meant to be. 
It, it's meant it's to the be. the one. It is. And episode 69, as you guys know, is a huge fucking deal. So we have a lot of shit to cover. Um, the way that Stella and I found ourselves <laughs> in this room right now, when did I reach out to you? What, yesterday? Yeah, day before yesterday, but we didn't actually plan that this was going to happen till yesterday. <laughs> and then I got on a flight at 1.30 in the morning. From where to Rico? Puerto Rico. Not not like Connecticut, not no. like Boston. It's not that bad. It was a four-hour flight. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's not that bad. That's not that bad. That's why I was like, I can just jet over there anytime. I, but then I got here at 5.30 in the morning <laughs> and I slept throughout the day. And now I'm here. Okay, well, as someone who pulls all-nighters every single night, it's not that fun being awake. You were late. awake. When I landed, you were awake. Yes. You were texting me. And I was like, wait, is she? Did she stay up all night too? Yes. That's what I do on a regular basis. Oh it's really God. fucked up. I need to get on a better schedule. But it was just, I just knew that we were going to hit it off because the fact that I said, hey, do you want to come on the show? And you said, hey, I'm in Puerto Rico, but absolutely be there tomorrow. <laughs> Love this type of last minute shit. And I'm like, whoever buys flight <laughs> a week in advance. I know. And someone who buys a round trip flight. Yeah. Is insane to me. I know. I, I have actually not bought a round trip flight in so long because I just, I mean, I don't even think it's cheaper. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, and I just constantly extend hotels and like just constantly. fly back whenever I want. I actually <laughs> was in Florida recently for a couple of days shooting for Pornhub. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, time to go to the airport. My flight was in like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, fuck, like I didn't, I was going to look for the ticket. I was like, I never booked the return flight. Like I knew what <laughs> return flight I wanted, but I never actually booked it. So I was about to show up. So then I booked it really fast and I just went to the airport. But I was like, thank God it was still available. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I actually would though, like sail across the world. If, uh -huh. if you told me that it would help you get like a centimeter closer to world domination. <laughs> I support your show so oh much. Oh my God. And you, even before you started Swaff, like even from when you first started podcasting, uh -huh. I thought you were amazing. Oh my God. You deserve the world. I'm not even trying to fangirl right now. Like I genuinely hope you know uh -huh. you're one in a million. Oh my you're God. You're so smart. Stella. You're really so smart. Okay. You're so self-aware. Yes. Very self-aware. <laughs> almost almost debilitating yeah. self-aware. But That's that is. Okay. That means the fucking world to me. And like I am feeling emotional now. <laughs> and we're out. I'll, I'll flatter you one more time. <laughs> okay. I recently was flew out to LA to work with Riley Reed. And when mm. she hit me up to film, mm -hmm. I was like, the most flattered I've ever been in my life. Uh -huh. I was fucking amazed. I didn't get to do it because I got strepped the night before from eating ass and I, <laughs> and I couldn't go see her. But when you reached out to me, uh -huh. that was like 10 times bigger of a deal. Stop. Yeah. Are you fucking no, with serious. me? I'm serious. Who's punking me right now in this room? You're like my one favorite creator. Oh my God, Stella. I no okay. Idea, probably, but. I had no fucking clue at all. So that, I forget that people <laughs> actually enjoy sometimes what I do, you know? <laughs> tell me that, I'm just like, what? Right? <laughs> wow, okay, well, that means the fucking world to me and I am just <laughs> as obsessed with you. I did a huge deep dive and I'm trying to think of even where to start. So like, for people who don't know, let's let's give them a little bit of background. So you have a massive social media following, but <laughs> well, <laughs> let's explain to them. So yeah. 
Your social media handle is anal princess yeah. on most platforms, mm-hmm. right? TikTok mm-hmm. doesn't like you no. at all. No. How many TikTok accounts have you had taken down? I think at least 15. 15? And every time I have a new TikTok account, because I get banned on the other one and they device ban you, I learned very fast. I uh-huh. So I've gone through at least like 15 phones in the last two years. Wait, so you have to get a new phone every time yeah. you try to make a When you TikTok? get fully banned, you can make a new account, but it will be, you'll never get the same views. Whereas I would make a new account oh. on a new phone and I'd get 10 million views on the first video. Right. But then Anal Princess, that was the one. <laughs> that was on my one baby. No, yeah. no. We're, well, I held on to that for ages. How long so did you have fans. that one for? Not even a year. Like but you're going to get back there. You're going to get back there. Do you save all your videos no. so that you can re-upload them? No, which is crazy, but I just make content every day. Just <laughs> trash <laughs> fucking content <laughs> of my like, disgusting brain. And, and, and I just never re-upload because, I mean, I always have something new to talk about. Mm-hmm. And there's always a new trending sound, too. And I my my thing to make money— until recently when I started doing vlogs and answering questions, the thing that converted the best for me was just a popular sound at the moment, me lip syncing it and like a funny caption over my head. So that's, that's literally what I do. Yeah. That's literally what I do. Because that's the best way. Is it really? I mean, that's the best way to get like a super viral video, I think. Mm-hmm. But then as you, as your account grows, you'll start to stall out on growing when your content is the same. So that's like yeah. the anal princess. I would not get very many views on like my meme TikToks. Gotcha. So then I started being like, you know what? I'm not getting many views anyway. This account's shadow banned. I'm just going to start answering questions, just being myself because mm-hmm. why not? And then they started like immediately I was getting like 6 million views, 10 million views. Right. Whoa. I was like, I had no idea anyone wanted to hear me talk. So right. even if you're just taking off your makeup and chatting or yes. like doing something that's not important and makes you feel like a narcissistic <laughs> post, you're just like, what? No one cares about this. That's the issue. It makes people feel something. Like if it makes yeah. them feel like they relate to you or they have a friend or um, it just, you know, is sometimes like I just listen to videos because I like hearing the person talk while I fall asleep. Right. So that is a big thing. It's just like connection. Yeah. And and I think what you said, I'm so self-aware mm-hmm. that it's almost debilitating that I'm so scared of seeming narcissistic yeah. or like that it hinders me yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. where it's like, no, you just need to like let loose. So you, yes, your social media, you're going to build the TikTok back up. Yeah. I'm just going to keep making new accounts. Yeah. I'm going to be just like a cockroach <laughs> on the floor of TikTok, yeah. in the, the depths of TikTok. When I first started TikTok, I literally was talking about anal and everything as like this outlet and not telling anybody about it. It was like my compulsive little like okay sharing thing. I could talk about the nastiest shit like I had the most perverted TikTok Uh and now you can't even say the word butt on TikTok you know why what happened censorship has changed like crazy but I used to literally like my first TikTok that blew up was like I just lost my anal virginity in the back of a car (laughs) on a first date with a homeless guy and like I just said that like anal everything and and it blew up and it never got taken down I didn't get violations for months on TikTok and then all of a sudden they started like clamping down like crazy Wow. The fact that was your first TikTok and like they just let that slide. And also I fucking love you for that. Um, But I mean, aside from like your social media following and we're, uh, trust me, this is episode 69. We will definitely be getting into anal and anal princess, but you are huge on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. 
I read somewhere, it's like your top, you're laughing. <laughs> Tell me. Like, yeah, I'm huge. <laughs> no, I am top. But you like, are. Zero, one percent. And That's I've, insane. I've made more money than I ever imagined I would make off of porn. I are you open know. to just saying how much? I don't like say what I make part? monthly, but it's already out there because every because you said it on go every on. interview. Yeah, that's like the one clickbait thing people love to share because it blows uh, yeah. people's minds. Well, and I respect the, your. I respect you. You don't need to say it. No, but. Uh, I I love saying so. The the most money I ever made with it mm-hmm. was I had like a ton of viral videos. Um, this one four day span, and I made two hundred k in four days. Okay, so I'm crazy. quitting my job and why so the fuck are we here? It's, it's a very up and down job as it is with any, I think, creative, like entrepreneur kind of job where you right. run your own business, but especially with sex work. But um, it's it pays, like no matter how insane. much, it pays so insane and it pays more than I ever need or like like right. my, my expenses are very low. I Right. It's crazy. Like your overhead is mm-hmm. like so low. Can you tell me like what those four videos were that were viral or just like at least one or something? They were. So I, it was my first girl, girl collab and I flew out my cousin, Hannah. Okay. And we posted, I actually posted just before I even met up with her on the trip and was like, I just flew my cousin out to film OnlyFans content. And an hour later I was at breakfast and already had a million views. Then that got like 10 million. Okay. I had a few others that got 10 million with her just being like, I'm making OnlyFans content with my cousin. And it just so blew people- up like crazy. And if you saw my Twitter, like the top clip there is that's pinned is me fucking my cousin. I saw it was I, a girl. I didn't know it was yeah, your cousin. Yeah. She, now we know. Like two cousins are better than one to add <laughs> on. And then, and then my boyfriend at the time like jerking <laughs> off over us. <laughs> So that like took the internet by storm. I didn't know though. I didn't know that it was going to be that crazy of a reaction. But right now I realize like incest is king. Is best. On all incest is best. <laughs> so people really love that genre. People they are super into it. that. And now I realize that is the top on every porn site. And that's why no now way. My, two, my two videos, like public videos on Pornhub are with Alex Adams who does basically all incest Taboo porn. Okay. Amateur incest porn. Like brother, sister. Mm-hmm. Does it ever. Step dad. Does, it's never in the mom dad area though. I think that sometimes people are like, that's too it's, much. He does like fucking my stepmom. It's always the step. It has to be because Pornhub will. <laughs> yeah. They won't, they won't allow incest. I'm like, wait, what's it like? Why? Pornhub, Pornhub will take it down. It used to not be that way, but he got like billions of views taken away from him with videos being taken down because he didn't, they didn't say step like Specify. every time. Yeah. Like you can't even say right. Not, even sometimes when you just say daddy, mm-hmm. they've been taking it down. Yeah. That's you know, crazy. I'm I'm kind of into the daddy daughter stuff, but I have daddy issues. I've talked about this before, <laughs> and I don't have a dad. So I feel like I'm like a like not that you have to be allowed or not yeah. allowed, yeah. but the daddy issues thing. I've seen you post like a few TikToks about it. What do you think? Like, do you just kind of say it as a joke or do you think it's a real thing or do you think you have them or what? I don't know really, but I guess like, you know, everything that happens to you in your life affects what you're into. Of course. And my dad is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like a narcissistic personality. Oh. um, Workaholic, like 
just crazy, super fun, super charming. Uh-huh. But as most narcissists are, yeah, not a, not someone I can emotionally rely on. Mm-hmm. Blackmailed me with money, or like blackmailed me and bribed me with money a lot growing up. What? Like I found out what about is that fair on my mom, and he gave me an unlimited credit card that I right when I moved to New York for college when I was seventeen, I fucking spent. So much money Wait, on that. Hold on. And he never, he never once in my life punished me. Like he just, he pushed me to the dark side continually. You know, he's like, oh, you're stealing money from right. me. Right. He was like, oh, parent. you're sneaking out. Like I used to do that. That's fine. You know, your mom, she just gets so worked up about this, that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And now we just don't really talk like right. once a year. I love my dad so much. He's so fun. Yes. He is an inspiration to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I just know not to emotionally rely on him. And you have to have boundaries. Yeah. And I, and I think that's really hard to have. Well, my dad won't talk to me, so I don't have to yeah. worry about boundaries. <laughs> You're like, we have a really Such strong a boundary. <laughs> we have the strongest boundary it's you've ever fucking brick wall. seen. <laughs> yeah. But I j- hold on. So your dad was cheating on your mom mm-hmm. and your mom didn't know, but you found out yeah. and then you confronted your dad and he yeah. was like, basically, here's an Amex yeah. and just yeah, keep he, your mouth shut. Exactly. And <sighs> I spent like so much fucking money. <laughs> like well over How much money? Well are- over 100K. Stop. Yeah. As you fucking should. As you fucking yeah, should. Yeah, I mean, what did he- Were they wealthy? Fucking, yeah, my dad runs a financial firm. Okay, life. I was like, did you run him into the ground yeah. or like- the, I mean, he, he's a spender, my dad. Like, okay. He's not smart with his money, I don't think, but okay. he still makes enough. So, so it's he fine, but it was not fine. Like my family's not that rich that so it's like, oh, this doesn't matter. But he's just crazy. So he never disciplined me. He never said a word about it. And the mm. worst part was at the same time- he was cutting off my mom and my little brother and hid all the money overseas. And you didn't and tell I'm your like, mom, right? No. Obviously. Because I was a daddy's girl. Like my dad mm-hmm. is very persuasive. Mm. And, and you're 17. His, yeah. Like with my mom, I could argue with her and everything. It'd be fine. The moment my dad gets mad at me, I burst into tears. You like, can't I handle can't it. can't handle it. Okay. It's that kind of thing. And I, so I always looked up to my dad and him and I were always the closest. Mm-hmm. And so I would do anything that he said. I right. thought at that point, I thought that the way he lived life was the right way. Yeah. And you know what I would actually say, and this is maybe, this is my hot take is I don't necessarily think that it was your place to tell your mom. Yeah. Cause she found out pretty soon after, but she didn't figure out about the credit card for a while. So she, okay. still, so she still didn't know that. Uh-huh. The other thing too, it's not like I caught my dad with the woman. He told me. Why? So, so he like, we were supposed to go on a family vacation to Greece. Okay. And this was the summer before I left for college. Mm-hmm. And he ended up like the night before throwing his wedding ring at my mom being like, I don't want to be with you Mm -hmm. and didn't come with us on the trip. Mm -hmm. So we come home from the trip and they're back like normal. They're like, oh, it was just a fight. You know, we're still together. Right. And then he told me, yeah, I actually went to Ibiza while you guys were in Greece and I met this girl there that I really like. Um... Okay, and I put it like, in your fucking the- diary, dad, and talk yeah. to your friends about and it. And so then I'm like, you know, as my dad, like, especially I think having maybe an, 
I, I think it's a trait of having like a narcissistic parent or something mm-hmm. where you, like if he says, if I say, I want to go to sushi, he's like, no, I don't want that. I want to go to Italian. I'm like, oh yeah, Italian sounds amazing. You know, you agree with everything yes, I say. Like yes. I do not like when he's unhappy with me. I want him to- Approval, approval. constantly. Yeah, I, I really had that when I was younger with him. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay. Like I would just listen to him and enable him basically. Yes. And obviously like your mom ended up forgetting you and she And I think that manifested in like, throughout my life, having such a strong father figure that I wanted to please, I Mm -hmm. think that probably made me more into this kind of authority figure. Like what I like is having, I love men. Like I like women too, but I love, love men. Okay. See, I have, I hate them. Yeah. See, I just love, I love men. I love authority figures. Like a lot of my kinks and my sexuality comes from Mm-hmm. Like, cause in, in real life, I am so respectful of authority figures, mm-hmm. professors, my dad. Sexually, I think that I like thinking about fucking my professor, like fucking a doctor, like, like subverting that a bit and not being respectful of that boundary. Okay. So I am super into that same mm-hmm. thing. And do you think that is kind of stems from a daddy issue? I feel thing? like that's about what my daddy issues would maybe be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it relates to me being like more promiscuous or anything. Cause I've always been right. sexual even before I knew my dad was going to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the daddy issues can be a lot of things. Right. But it's right. just like, I guess just having issues with right. dad and it somehow affects who you are. As right. A and, and I don't, I don't think anyone has a picture perfect relationship mm-hmm. with their father yeah and so it's not like oh the absentee dad you have it's the daddy issues or your dad did something crazy everyone has yeah. some type of like daddy issue I think to some degree right you know or what I'm saying issue or a mommy God. issue yeah, exactly I've dated a guy with a mommy issue and those are very interesting look You've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. 
For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now... I'll let y'all know when Sloot's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. I want to talk about the fact that you're also a genius. <laughs> you were in med school, UCLA, NYU. Like, what, what was that about? I almost went to med school. Okay. I went to NYU and graduated from there. Okay. Um, I studied health policy there and I made my own major. I was such, a, I was so into school. Like I didn't do anything but go to my apartment and go to the library every single day. Okay. And then right after I graduated from NYU, I was like, I actually want to go to med school. I want a new challenge. And I realized I am that type of person now where I like to change things up once something gets mundane or monotonous. Mm-hmm. And great for relationships. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, but I, I, so a week after graduating, I went to UCLA and I started um, a program to do all my sciences that I hadn't done since high school, all my sciences and math to prepare for medical school. Mm -hmm. Then I did that in about a year and a half, took the MCAT, was about to send in my applications to med school. At the same time, I'm <laughs> I'm fucking my homeless client because I work at a homeless shelter <laughs> as I'm preparing for <gasps> And I'm like, you know, like ethically, this might be a problem for me in the future in medical school. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. As a doctor. Okay, 
You're fucking fascinating. Are you guys fucking in the homeless shelter, like on a mattress or what no. are we doing? No, I- In an uh, alleyway? Went to, in his car, his home slash car. Okay, so at least he had a car though. He was so hot and like manic, bipolar. So just like very fun. Oh, okay. And like so horny. And the sex was just the fucking nuts. The sex best of my fucking life. Oh my God. Um, it was, and, and he still lives, he lives in Puerto Rico with me. He still is with me. He's like, he still fucks me for OnlyFans. Like every day I have anal. I had anal every day for a year before I even started sharing on TikTok about anal. So anyway, I'm, okay. so I'm applying to med school and, I, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I have the secret online life where I'm talking about anal mm -hmm. with my fucking face plastered on it. Yeah. Then I have him, I'm working at the homeless shelter and I have him that I'm fucking like and trying to hide that. And I don't really want, I'm like about to click to send $500 in to like send each application. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this. I'd like the unknown. Mm -hmm. And I also was starting to get a following online. And I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for me. And I'm the type of person that I feel the most alive when I take risks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm up with, and my mom's a doctor. So I was like, all right, I got okay. 10 more years of school. And then I know exactly what my life is going to be like. And mm -hmm. I study the healthcare system in college. So I know that in the end of the day, like you're a slave to a system. Yeah. And my mom, it's the same way. It's a great job. You help people. Of course. But like, it is fucking hard. Yes. And the system does not work for the doctors. Like, it's getting At worse all. and worse for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, I just want to do something exciting with my life. Like, I don't have that much time on the planet. And so, so you were just like, I'm going to... I'm going to pursue this. Like, I'm not... So then I, I was like, Mom, I'm not going to go to medical school. I'm making 40K a month right now on online. On OnlyFans? Yeah. Okay. On my Only third month starting OnlyFans. Okay. So I just told her, I was like, I'm going to see where this goes. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll go to med school in a year or five years or 10 right. years. And now I'm like, no, full in this. A lot of times when people talk to people that work are, that are on OnlyFans or work in the sex industry in any capacity and they're like, oh my God. But like, actually this girl was like, actually smart I'm supposed I to go to med school I, I don't understand that mentality yeah. and so I just want to make sure I didn't bring it up that yeah. way it's like no. you can be a porn star and be a genius and women are multifaceted yeah. and it's Honestly, you ever get that a hundred all the time they're right? like oh, she's actually smart like she went to NYU and UCLA and I'm like that and that's that is a compliment to me like I yeah think it's a compliment right but it also is like once you get into the porn world, you realize that a lot of the people there, there's some really dumb people, uh -huh. I guess, but there's a lot of geniuses because it takes a lot of brain power and willpower and resilience to do something that society doesn't look well upon uh -huh. and still do it and, I love that. and thrive. Yep. And I, before I started this job too, I was getting really, I've always loved sex parties and- I want to go to one so bad. They're so, if, when we're in LA- is it an At LA same thing? Time, it's an LA thing. I know there's a New York one, yeah. but the LA members ones are. Will you take crazy. me to one? Yeah, they're oh really God. so they're like they're in houses in the hills, and like a, eyes wide shut type shit. Have you seen that it's, movie? Yeah, I love eyes wide shut. Best there's one that's sort of like that where you have to wear masks and everything. Okay, but it's usually you show up to these beautiful homes. There's a theme. And then Chris Brown's house. Just, <laughs> just kidding. I heard he has like crazy God, orgy crazy. sex parties. Yeah. The thing about these two is they're not just orgies. Like you, most people go and watch. There's porn okay. performances. There's just tons of exhibits. 
and toys you can play with. You can fuck your partner. Most people come with someone they want to fuck just in a group setting. Like they'll okay. fuck on the bed next to other couples. That's fun. But it's so cool. But I started going to those when I moved to LA and went to UCLA. I actually met a girl in my organic chemistry class who's a fucking genius. And she was like, you and I should go to a sex party together. And so she Love took me that. and then I was obsessed with it. And I realized a lot of these people, because the membership for one of them is like 250K a year. For what? Like, for like five, 10 parties. For the men. Stop. For women, it's like $25 a party. <laughs> <laughs> for the men, it's like it's no like quarter way. Of a So it's like big ballers. Yeah. That- and so, but a lot of them, it's actually just people, it can be young guys, older guys that are really smart, really high power, intense course, yeah. people. And if people are intense at one thing, they're usually really intense in other areas mm. of life as well. And people don't think about it that way. They're like, yeah. oh, science people are nerdy. All the girls in my OG like, class. classes, yeah, yeah literally, <laughs> and in my science classes, they were like dominatrixes, like going to what? sex parties. They're fucking intense, and everybody that is actually in science, I feel like knows that STEM girls, science, technology, engineering, and math are freaks. Are freaks. Yeah. I fucking, you fucking <laughs> heard it here first. That's the hottest yeah. shit I've ever heard. Sexuality is very like, especially hypersexuality is related to intelligence a lot. Like it's they are really, yeah. I have never thought so about people, it that Yeah, way. people don't think about it that way at all. But in my, the way I look at it is if you're self-aware, and also it's just a personality type, but mm-hmm. if you're self-aware, sexuality usually blossoms mm-hmm. when you have more self-awareness, right? Absolutely. Comfortability with yourself, wanting to get to know other people, right. interested in the human condition and what people are like at their most vulnerable. Right. I think it's definitely... Um, I think I've met some of the smartest people in right. the world. Since it, it, do, it doesn't have to be either or. Yeah, no. It, it can be not. both. Honestly, I, I think a lot of people are super dumb that just stick to a track their whole life. Like mm-hmm. they sink time into something. Thank and you. Like, this is fucking mind numbing. Why right. not live an adventure? Right. But there's a lot of different types of intelligence. But one of them is just doing your own thing. You did that. You decided I to did leave do the that. corporate world, the mind numbing corporate world. Ooh, it was really, really fucking bad. And yeah, I did do that. And I, I just, I've never like thought about like the correlation between mm-hmm. the two, but like I could definitely see that there. Mm-hmm. And it's just the second a woman is talking about sex or having sex or anything. And then they mention, oh, I was in finance or yeah. oh, this. It's like, Hold the phone. Right. No fucking way. You're actually like smart. It's right. as if like if you're sexual, mm-hmm. it takes away yeah. from or like it, it you know, devalues yeah. or like negates. Well, people anything. look at the porn industry like it's only something people do when they don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. But that's so far from the truth. Once you're in the industry, you realize there's so many people that have amazing lives, families choose to be in it because they're sexual right. people. And you know, they make great money and they have a great lifestyle. Why wouldn't you choose this life? Right, right. It doesn't just, some people do pick it because it's their only option. Mm -hmm. But I think more than anything, people pick it from whatever situation they're in before because they want to change their life. Like they want to change something. It usually is like, I want to fucking do something different and new. Mm -hmm. And posting yourself naked on the internet is a quick way to change life. That's a fast (laughs) fucking route to go. And sounds like it's pretty fucking smart. Yeah, if you, I really think that a lot of self-discovery happens after you throw your reputation out the window. Out the window. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop caring what people think. You have to. And 
life becomes amazing and people are attracted to that energy as well. Yes. Everybody else is so bogged down in reputation and then you break free of that and you realize it doesn't matter. Yes. And you you vibrate on a higher frequency Mm -hmm. that people just want to be around once you stop caring about that shit, you know? Exactly. And you're not fake and you're authentic and And like all those things. And then you realize people love you still. Like you, for instance, Mm -hmm. and me, like we have really loyal fans that love us. And beyond yeah and beyond and a lot of people would be like oh god if i just go online and start like talking about raunchy shit and whatever i want and whatever i'll be my f- mind how disgusting i am you know yeah hate me but in reality you build this really loyal fan base of people who relate to you and find comfort yeah also fucked up like them but it's true it's like and we all are fucked up in some way and it's like that familiarity would you say like you kind of bring that into your OnlyFans. Yes, 100%. Okay. I I think that's why I have a really loyal fan base. And people laugh at me when I tell them that my fans are there for my personality. Because they're like, obviously they're there for your body and like your butthole, which yeah, they are there for that too. Yeah. But it's not like... I didn't get my fans by like showing my ass or my titties because I don't have, well, I have an ass, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't show I saw it on her TikTok. ass and she's fucking lying, <laughs> but. I can't show it on TikTok. I totally would. Like I love showing my body, but I also knew. But they stick around. Yeah, I had to, I just knew my strong point was making jokes and like my personality. Yeah. Talking about anal and my sexuality and people are there more than anything because, I mean, because my body also turns them on and I use my butthole, mm-hmm. but because I talk about it in a certain way and I make them feel a certain way. And that's how you build a community and a brand and people who support you every month and follow yeah. you everywhere. And how you have a positive impact on people's sexuality. Right. So that's what I aim for in everything that I film. It's all real. Every orgasm's real. I really? feel all on my iPhone at home. There's nothing staged. There's no cuts. It's just like my personal vlog or diary of my sex life every single day. And I don't even plan my content out. Like I just post every day what I'm doing that day. Okay, that is so interesting to me. So you're posting on OnlyFans every day. Mm -hmm. What like what are you posting? Just I set it up because I didn't want to burn out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to fall into that trap that girls get into where they constantly have to one up themselves. They're like, okay, now I, I did anal. Now I have to do double anal. And like they keep having to one right. themselves and then they just die out, which is the traditional porn industry. Right. So I created it this way where people are there for my horniness and my sexuality and mm. they can relate to that. So I just vlog my day basically every day, whether that's some days I just take a nude. Other days, I just masturbate. Other days, I have a threesome or a gangbang. Mm-hmm. Other days, I have anal three times that day. Or sex and with, so, your, with your man. Yeah, exactly. I have sex with my man like every day. I film almost every day. Okay. For a while, it would be like blowjob in the morning, pussy sex midday, anal at night. Mm-hmm. Or like anal in the morning, blowjob middle of the day, pussy sex at night. And we'd film one or two of those every day. But then I was amassing so many fucking videos. Like it was just too many. Like and people didn't are, are you genuinely that horny? Yeah. So you're- but I think it also comes with having the right partner because I wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. But then with this- homeless marine veteran that has this, <laughs> this manic homeless horniness. angel. Yeah, this homeless This angel. guardian angel. The king of anal. <laughs> he turns me on to, like our sexualities are just the same. Uh-huh. And having sex with him, he just does it right where like sometimes I just need him to fuck me, you know? Like I don't yes. want to have to initiate or do the work. And then yes. other times like, I don't know what it is, but having him around, it always keeps me horny. 
And so that's why I just keep him around always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely experienced that before yeah. as well. And it's like, unfortunately, there were too many other things that were missing. Mm-hmm. But it was really hard to let go. Yeah. Best sex, like the best sex ever guy. I know. It's hard. I got lucky that he is also just a really sweet person. Like I've been through a lot of shit with him, with him going to psych units and everything. And mm-hmm. now he's on meds right now, which are really hard for him. Mm. But um, still, he's just a sweetheart. And I got really lucky because uh, I think that's pretty rare to find a guy at a homeless shelter that you're working at. He <laughs> ends up being, being awesome and like my best partner in this job. <laughs> <laughs> did he come on to you or did you come on to him? And also, uh, did you get in trouble by anyone at the homeless shelter? Were they like, this is, HR is getting involved with the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I got happening? interviewed by HR. Uh huh. You can't be out here just but we the lied. homeless people. Yeah, but, the, but we lied. Him and I lied. And then his friend they brought in too lied for us. I was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So right. they didn't figure out till like two months later after I wasn't working there anymore because the shelter closed. And I was waiting for my boss to send me a recommendation for med school. And she emailed me. She's like, I mm. saw on your TikTok that you actually <gasps> were having inappropriate relations with the veteran in question. So I cannot write your Stop. It's not, like, it's not like you're in- <laughs> Wait, you think it's understandable? Well, because I lied. Oh, you know, well, you lied, but, but it's not like you're in a power position. It wasn't, yeah. So a lot of people are like, that's actually illegal, but like you don't even need, oh. you don't even need a fucking high school diploma to work at a homeless shelter. So like, but it was for me, it was a wake up call where I was like, God, if I am a doctor, like I might, cause I like to fuck people when I like them. Like I, I like yeah. to relate to people that way. Yeah. So I was like this, I think I'm ethically going to probably run into some issues as a doctor. so it was like a wake-up call for me but it wasn't anything like technically not like what type of doctor did you want to be I thought I wanted to be an OBGYN so a women's doctor deliver babies I like I like learning about my own body Mm -hmm. which is also what my mom is oh okay got it got it okay and then you're like, maybe that's not a safe place for me to be. Yeah. And then I was <laughs> is, like, is inside a woman's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the ass. I think the worst, like, <laughs> I would have loved to be a psychiatrist, but I mm. think that I would, that would be the worst place for me. Cause that's basically what I was doing on a lower level at the homeless shelter. I was right. a counselor and I would talk to them all an hour every week about their lives. And that's where I fell in love with so many of them. Right. There were multiple I wanted to fuck, but wow, I'm glad that I did fuck. I. <laughs> Fuck, I've I've never had a therapist that has been sexy enough for me yeah. to want to fuck them, but like that is also a fantasy. And it was night. so fucking funny because I it was all men there. It was a shelter of 30 male veterans and I was like so, a 21-year-old hot and they're just young jacking girl. off yeah. like and they would just all hang out at the front desk all day waiting long for you to talk to me. Just oh all my day. god. They were all so horny. For what me. a confidence. It was boost. You know, I read something ages ago about women that work in male-dominated fields have much higher self-confidence oh. because they're surrounded by this male attention. All yes. Because men do give you so much fucking attention as a woman. Uh, and when I worked in finance, I'm not going to lie, I was the shit walking yeah. around that fucking office. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you get... So while there's a lot of setbacks as a woman in of a male-dominated field, they of also course. have studies that show women in those fields have much higher self-confidence. Wow. It's not crazy. And I felt that there. I, like, loved going into work. I felt great at my job. Mm-hmm. I, they gave me so much positive feedback and attention. They Orgasms. And so that's... 
because I didn't come onto him, but we both just started feeling a sexual tension. Mm-hmm. And it stayed like that for almost six months where mm-hmm. I didn't do anything outside of work with him. Uh-huh. I didn't do anything in work with him either, but we both knew we liked each other. And then one day I was like, fuck it. I was there. He's like, midnight. I bought a car, so I'm not <laughs> homeless anymore. Let's go. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he came up to me at like midnight because I was working a night shift last mm-hmm. minute and I was about to get off work and he was like, do you want to hang out after this? And I was like, fuck it. I'm so fucking horny. I'm going to. I actually knew I was going to. I was, he brought me a hat. You always from, know. You always know before it's gonna from happen. the hospital like consignment area, like those clothes they they the veterans can just take for free, like, like the a, mental hospital type thing. Or yeah, just a hospital? well, it's just the hospital for veterans. Oh, okay, got and it. And they have like a thrift store basically in there just for the veterans to take things from. He went there and got like a hat for me from there, and he like brought it to me. And was like, here you can have this. I went home and I masturbated every night with that hat like by my face. No, oh my, I was god, that fucking obsessed with him. Oh my I was god, so, he, was, he was the first man where like he walks into a room and I'm like, he's. I was physically so attracted. To wow, like I always have been attracted to people because of their personalities, and it takes me a while. Uh huh. And he was the first one where I was like, you're so fucking manly and hot. Wow. Yeah. So, so you were obsessed with him like before even fucking him. Yeah, for a long time, like months. And I oh ended up God, going on a walk with my friend one day. I remember this so clearly. And I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to last. Like, I don't know how to not fuck him. Like, everything in my body wants me to. And I have bad impulse control. And she was like, you're not going to last two days. And something about her, <laughs> no, she said, you're not going to last a week. And something about her saying that, like, allowed me to accept that I could actually do this. Gave me the go ahead. I was like, I was like, this is not happening. But then she was like, you're not going to last week. I was like, okay, someone. And you're like, if you said it, you said it. I did it. Later, two days later, I'm losing my anal virginity in his car. Like, so, so first of all, that sex, mm -hmm. I would die to be a fly on the wall to just see that sexual tension. Well, we film our fucks all the time, even from the beginning, and it really is still like that. Like I've recreated it a million times too. Really? I mean, anal every time feels like the first time. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider-looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. 
Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay, we need to talk about Angel. Because this is episode 69, Mm -hmm. and because you are a sex goddess, and you obviously fucking love anal. I've I've never met someone that loves anal as much as you do. I've never met anyone either. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to do Salute University, which you obviously know because you listen to the show. And here you are. I'm usually the professor. I'm going to let you be the TA right now. Okay, perfect. Okay. I, there's a few things that I want to talk about for this Sweet University. 69 is the most overrated sex position on Thank planet you. Earth, so we're not fucking talking about Thank it. You. So let's just get that out of the way. Secondly, anal, I need to know your tips. I need to know if there's ever a dick that's too big. I need to know how you can come from anal. Mm-hmm. Uh... There was a guy that I was seeing not too long ago and his dick was so girthy and mm-hmm. thick. I just, I I couldn't. Terrifying. I physically couldn't. <laughs> I tried to put in a butt plug to try to loosen shit up. That hurt. Yeah. Do you use lube? Is that necessary? You're not about to tell me you don't. <laughs> oh lube, my, you're lube just is amazing. No, bitch. lube is amazing, but... I lost mine in the back of a car, not knowing I was going to lose it. I was on my period and he just started eating my ass and then just slid his dick in my... Before he went in the pussy? He didn't because I was just on my... Yeah, I was on my period. So he did anal. He was like, no problem. I'll put it in Yeah, and he he didn't even say. Like, it just started going in. I was like, holy shit, he's in my butt. But I was so fucking horny. horny. And my ass was like so wet because he's taken like 30 girls anal virginities. He knows what to do. And it just slid right in. 
and it felt fucking amazing. It didn't, anal didn't hurt for me till like, like the third the, time. He's like the anal king. He's a king at it. And his dick is the perfect anal dick too. It's like six inches okay. and he's uncircumcised, which mm. makes it so that there's so much less friction okay. because like his foreskin will stay on, like they just have more skin. So it'll stay in the same spot on your butthole. And then just like his dick moves in and out. Oh. Of Instead of like a dick that's, that's cut, it's like, Robin right. Wait, yeah, that's such a good fucking it point. Feels, and I still love anal with circumcised dicks, mm-hmm. but uncircumcised does feel fucking different, and it feels amazing. Does is it? Does it feel different in the sense that it's like it's not so much in and out, in and yeah, out? It's not I, as I get painful. Yeah. You don't feel like you're shitting the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I didn't use lube that time. And then I didn't know anything about anal. Like I'd never looked it up. I thought maybe I'd have it with my husband someday, but Mm -hmm. like I didn't, wasn't looking for it. And then I didn't like Google tips on how to do anal or anything for a long time. So about the first hundred times I had anal, cause I was doing it every day, if not twice a day with him after that first day, like I was going to his car every day and having anal with him. And for about a hundred times before I even looked up that there's like tips to like prepare before and use lube. I was just using spit and having him go in no preparation. He's like the homeless man literally brought down from heaven. Yeah, he is truly. I mean, he's just a fuck. He chose to be homeless too, like because he's bipolar and he made a manic journey across the US. Mm. But like he um, is just crazy. Crazy things outside the box. I so and sexually, there's nothing too. wrong with that. And yeah. so, do you have orgasms from just anal, or do you need clitoral stimulation? I need clitoral stimulation, but I have had like three or four ass orgasms in my life, which are fucking crazy. Fuck. Okay, like, can you remember anything about why they happen? Because yeah. I like. So you know that, that feeling of like when you kind of feel like you're shitting when yes. you're having anal like yes. it just feels like you're gonna shit even yes. if you're not mm-hmm. if you just lean into that feeling because usually it's not because you're gonna shit it's that your butthole like whenever it feels something in it it's like oh right. it's shitting of course so if you just I didn't know this but I would just be like I would just accept that feeling and you know how shitting like pooping can feel good sometimes yes. you know <laughs> yes. it can feel really good yes wait I love that <laughs> yes so if you just let that feeling mount it's because a lot of girls are like oh my god this is not this is and they right. try to like they clench yeah. up and yeah they don't want it, it doesn't happen. feel right but if you just let it happen it feel it almost starts feeling like an orgasm it fills your body with this fucking crazy yeah. feeling, and then you just lose control just like an orgasm right and it just and also women should just be going into anal being like I might shit yeah well that that's and why that's I'm what it so is. thankful for him too it he was like, if it's dirty, even better. Like that's fucking hot. Oh, okay. I he, love him. Yeah. It's, I love and him. that's how it should be. And I guys ask for advice all the time to me mm-hmm. about how to get their girlfriend to do anal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you want to make her feel comfortable with it, you have to, even if it's not true and you'd fucking throw up if she shit on you, yes. tell her that it will be hotter if she does shit. Like, yes. so she's just not thinking about that because if you're thinking about that the whole time, you're not going to enjoy it. And I'm just glad like he took, he went in my ass without me even asking, without knowing I didn't prepare, like nothing. Right. And, uh, and so I didn't, I knew he didn't give a fuck. Yes. I think, I think anytime a guy, like I remember one time I had a yeast infection, side note. Mm-hmm. And I was super embarrassed about it. And this guy was like, I'm going to put the the yeast mm-hmm. infection medication all over my dick and fuck you. Yeah. 
And so hot. when I tell you that I was the biggest slut, yeah. slew and freak for him, like it's not a joke. Because to just let go of all your boundaries yes. with someone is so fucking hot to feel that comfortable with them. Like that's the point of sex and bonding with people. That's what makes sex actually good. 100%. And valuable. So you make a video or take a nude mm -hmm. every fucking day. Yeah. So what is it like? I mean, making the video with your homeless love <laughs> angel. Is it like, do you like, do you guys plan it out or do Not you just wake up and you're like, let me take my retainer out, Literally. turn the camera on. That's what it is. Yeah. And we film almost all from POV because I just think that's the hottest where like he holds yeah. the camera. So we would just wake up and want to have anal. So we just you know, starts licking my ass, grabs the camera at the same time, starts sticking his dick in and he's just filming it the whole time. And we just have our normal relationship sex with the camera on. And it's so fucking fun. Okay. So your tip for making like a video with your man mm -hmm. is point of view mm -hmm. and also having him grab the camera and kind of like take it where it needs to go. Do you, yeah. do you film on a phone or yeah. a camera? I just or what? film on a phone and he just holds the phone and um, it's his you point know, of view yeah and, and that's I think the hottest like you can film from the side and it can be hot but usually like sex is fun because you're in oh right the, yeah you're in it you know like what you're it's like virtual at. reality if you're watching people for instance 69 from uh -huh. across the room it's objectively weird as fuck like uh -huh. the position is just like you're it laying is. on a bed in weird positions it is so he um, just holds the camera and films as I'm blowing him, looking up into his eyes, talking to him, like as he goes in my asshole. He has so much fun with it. He treats it like an art form and he just has a blast. And we just don't do any cuts or anything. We just really? have sex. And and I mean, however it is, it is, it is. If it's a bad video, it's a I bad video. That. If it's a good one, we post it. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. It can be really, it can bring you really close to each other because when you first start on camera, it's terrifying. Like you don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's like that with anything. Yeah. So hearing yourself talk. Right. About sex. But once you get comfortable, just so being hot. yourself with a camera pointed in your face while you're fucking, you can be comfortable doing anything. Like this podcast is easy, right? Now. Right. 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 <laughs> and it's fun to watch yourself too. It's fun to watch yourself through myself. his eyes. Yeah. Especially if you just commit to going full force. Like be, don't be like you're awkward and scared because you don't want to watch that shit. Watch yourself be a total whore. Yes. And see what it looks like. It's and, and film it on your own phone if you're yeah, worried about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you're Who's someone you trust. Right. And I, if your homeless guy ever wanted to be like a cinematographer, yeah. like a film director, like, right. hi, there's his outlet Literally. out of homelessness. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> um, okay. So we are fucking running out of time. I could talk to you for seven hours. I know. Just in like one to two minutes. Mm -hmm. Any tips you have for the ladies at home to take nudes? So I take them every fucking day. Mm -hmm. And what I have gathered, the ones that do the best mm -hmm. are selfies that are intimate, unedited, raw, like a real, guys want to see a real, I mean, girls or guys, but oh, okay. I, you know, my market is men. They want to see a real girl. Like they want to see intimacy. And I started learning how to send good nudes when I had an older boyfriend. He was 44. I met him on Seeking Arrangements, but I never got any money from him. I just like wanted to have an older daddy issue. Yeah. I just wanted to have like <laughs> meet someone off the internet and do crazy shit with him. He was like a perv. Mm -hmm. And he always wanted me to send these like really intimate nudes that were, you know, I didn't always look hot in them or anything. And that's what and he liked. That's what he liked. And that is kind of what you should always aim to get in your news is like you yourself 
pushing your own boundaries. Like it's hot to look at a girl and be like, oh, she took this naked photo. That's yeah. so vulnerable mm-hmm. and sent it to me. And, also, and not angled and like, I, yeah, I do think guys can like kind of tell. The rawness of it because mm-hmm. that's the hottest thing. Like sexuality, it's not about looking fucking perfect. Like it's usually right. the opposite actually. Like guys want to see you be disgusting. Yes. Be like a normal girl. Yes. Yeah, they don't like, perfection is not relatable. Right. You know, it's right. not. And they just like it nasty, just yeah. bottom line. Nasty shit, stuff that that pushes the brain out of its comfort zone mm-hmm. is the stuff that's going to get you hard. The, the sexual world is the perverted real world. So yes. everything that's not hot when you're not horny is really hot when you're horny. Right. Yeah. I remember this guy, I would, used to send him nudes all the time. He always wanted like a pussy shot, me yeah. like spreading my lips. And I was yeah. like, that's so ugly. That's not I used cute, to think blah, blah, blah. that too. I sent it. He like would not stop talking about that picture mm-hmm. for seven months. I used it's to so think true. showing my butthole and my pussy were fucking gross. Like I would take pictures. I was like, this is so mm-hmm. disgusting. Now my pussy and butthole look the exact same. And I think they're so beautiful. Right. So just taking nudes and like looking at what your body looks like all the time makes Helps. you fall in love with it. I and it makes that. it seem normal. And men who look at nude women all the time, mm-hmm. they're used to that. So right. girls who take the nudes, they're not used to like staring at a pussy straight up right. or a butthole or like their bush. And they're like, this looks disgusting. No man's going to like this. Right. But men watch porn every day. I, they look yes. at pussies all day long. So you're going to send that and it's going to not, it's not going to shock them like that. It's going to look normal. Yes. The more disgusting, the more you're going to turn them on. Yeah. The more, like the Bottom crazier line. pussies there are, the hotter it is. Like if your pussy doesn't look like this perfect pink, like little, like hot low, dog bun. Yeah. You're right. Which, you know, some girls look like Mm -hmm. and for some reason girls have decided that's like the standard of vaginas I don't know why yeah but like men love all fucking pussies you could post your pussy on Reddit anonymously no matter what it looks like and even like the crazier like the bigger your lips are and the darker it is yeah men are like this is so fucking hot because you that's a point of it like it's supposed to be this intimate thing that makes your mind go, holy shit, like just totally for my dick. <laughs> that was actually the best fucking note to yeah. end this on because so many girls write in paranoid about yeah, their vaginas. Like, it needs to stop. You can't aim for perfection. Like no. you just not with your body. Like some no. girls look perfect. Yes. But if you don't, which the majority of us don't, we just look like ourselves, mm-hmm. that can't be your goal. Like you can't try and make yourself look to this perfect standard. No. You just have to look at what your strengths are and mm-hmm. embrace like what you are. Absolutely. And I know everyone always fucking says that, but that's where your power is. Like looking perfect is not the most powerful position. It's It's, not. It's not relatable. It doesn't And it's not attainable. It's not attainable. It doesn't ignite fire in people like relatability does. Yes. Okay. You're just, <laughs> you are something we else. We talk for so long. But you are just something else. You're so profound. You're like so eloquent in the way you speak. Thank you're you. so smart. You're so beautiful. And I am so happy I got to have you on. I'm um, so flattered. We're about to go hang out for a minute right after <laughs> yeah. this. That's not a joke. Um, Stella, where can they find you? Please (laughs) tell them. I will pop up on TikTok every so often. Right now, my only TikTok account, I got three banned this last week, but my only Mm. TikTok account is called Deliveries to the Back, please. So you can find me there. I'm going to start a new one soon, though. (laughs) So you'll see me pop up occasionally. The best place to find me is my Twitter is Barry Baby. And then my Instagram is Anal Princess, where the L is a one. 
And the E is a three. You can yeah. figure, you can decipher that. <laughs> so you can trick fucking Instagram. Exactly. And then the TikTok is, what is it? It's not like a Postmates thing. It's called deliveries to the back, please. <laughs> deliveries to the back, please. I'm literally adding that to all my fucking Postmates orders from now on. Okay, Stella, I love you. Thank you so, 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 so much. I'm definitely going to be having you back on. I would be honored to bring more sex tips. Yes. Yes. See you guys. Bye.